Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From New York, the George Burns and Gracie Allen Show with Beatrice Fairfax for Hormel and Spam. Burns and Allen. And when the kitchen clock warns, hurry up, mother, time for the youngsters to come running home, take it easy and solve the school lunch problem with Spam. S-P-A-M. Spam is that delicious meat originated and made only by Hormel. It's packed in a handy can, all ready to eat as soon as it's open. No fuss, no bother. Just cut off slices of this taste-tempting meat, put between slices of buttered bread, and say to the hungry youngsters, have a Spamwich. A perfect combination of sweet, juicy pork shoulder and tender ham, Spam has an extra goodness and meaty flavor all its own. Youngsters go for Spam in a big way. Try Spam tomorrow. When you see the easy recipes on the label, you'll discover you can serve Spam cold or hot. It's America's popular mealtime aid. So ask your food dealer for S-P-A-M, Spam. bring you George Burns, who's fit to be tied because Sam's meatheart, Gracie, hasn't arrived yet. Well, that's fine. We're on the air and no Gracie. Jimmy, have you seen her? Oh, sure, sure. I've seen them both. Both? Yeah, as a matter of fact, they've been together every night this week. Together? Together with whom? George, you know I'm the last one in the world to start any trouble. I know, I know, Jimmy. But I was at the Ritz Cocktail Lounge, yeah. and right at the next booth... Uh-huh. You know the place where they have those curtains? Yes. Well, look, George, for all I know, it may be platonic. 
Look, Jimmy, who was Gracie with? Well, do me a favor, will you? Ask Artie Shaw. All right, I will. Artie. Artie Shaw. Senor Burns, he hasn't come in yet. Artie hasn't come in either? You smell a mite? Wait a minute. Hey, Jimmy, it can't be that Artie Shaw and Gracie are... Are they together? Well, George, I've, I've only been with you for four weeks. I know from nothing. I'm staying with you the rest of the season. Hmm. Well, I'll give that guy a piece of my mind when he gets here. Fire him. Get rid of him. I know a musician who can play rings around that show. And besides, I'll work cheaper. <laughs> Senor Lee, you want to lead the band? Why not? What's Archie Shaw got that I haven't got? And don't answer that question. <laughs> How do you like that? Gracie and Shaw. Cocktail on. Boots with curtains. Both late for the show and we're on the air. I wonder where they can be now. Cab driver. Yes, Miss. Once more around the park. Oh, isn't it thrilling, Artie? You and I alone in the cab. Just think, we've been together for 34 weeks. And for 33 weeks, you never even looked at me and I never looked at you. And last week you looked at me and I looked at you. And here we are looking at each other. Hello. Hello. Artie. Yes, Gracie. I'm holding your hand. I'm holding yours, too. Oh, I knew someone was holding it, but I didn't know it was you. Well, it's me. Artie. Yes, Gracie. Now that I'm holding your hand, do you know what I'm thinking of? What? Oh, I hate to tell you. Come on, tell me. Well, promise you won't look at me when I say this. All right, I promise. They're moving the aquarium up to the Bronx. <laughs> now I'm worried about my musicians. The poor fish. <laughs> oh, isn't the park beautiful? Look at those swans over there with those beautiful long necks. If I were a swan, I'd have a long neck, too. I love long necks. Driver, once more around the park. You know, Gracie, this is wonderful, but we really must get back to the studio. Oh, there's one thing I want to know, Artie. What, Gracie? Artie, I followed your career, and I know I'm not your first love, but there's one thing you've just got to tell me. What's that? Well, now that you've held us both in your arms, which one do you like better, me or your clarinet? Gracie, you'll have to give me a little time on that one Artie, do you like home cooking? Oh, I love it Oh, well, when I'm out working, you can be home cooking Look, Gracie, it's getting very late Oh, and just think how happy we'll be growing old together, the three of us The three of us? Yes, you and I and Spenacy well, Gracie, we'd better get back to the studio before the broadcast is over, and we'd better not walk in at the same time. Well, I, I guess you're right. Driver, once more around the park. Jimmy, try to understand this. The show was pretty near half over, and they're still not here. You said you saw Gracie in the booth at the Ritz. But I didn't say she was with Artie. But Artie was there, wasn't he? But I didn't say he was with Gracie. But you say that you peeked through the curtains? Yeah. 
And what do you think they were doing? What? Well, eating sandwiches. Eating sandwiches? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's that delicious pork shoulder with ham meat added. How could you think of scram at a time like this? I know from nothing. I'm staying with you the rest of the season. Smoothies, will you, will you do me a favor and do your number right now? I'll find those people. I'll call the rich cocktail bar. That's your Burns, if I were you, I'd fire that Shaw. Why don't you give him two weeks' notice starting last month? <laughs> I think I will. Some nerve, that Shaw. He's taking the wrong altitude. Altitude? Senor. Attitude. Altitude means high. At the cocktail bar, he's drinking milk? Well, Operator, get me the Ritz Carlton, please. Just a song at Parlor. Till we can hear it at close of the day. Love will be found Now, sir. I rang the burglar alarm. That's what I did. I rang the burglar alarm. 
You rang the burglar alarm. Yeah, and the burglar came down and left me out. The burglar alarm! The burglar let you out, huh? You don't believe it, huh? No. Didn't sound good to me either. <laughs> Would you believe it if I said Virgil Goodman? No. Mason Baseman? Gracie, I want the truth. Oh. Well, as, as, as long as you're going to be stubborn about it, I was with a sick friend. <laughs> with a sick friend? Yeah, and if you don't believe this, then I've only got one more. What's the name of the sick friend? Well, I don't know. He was too sick to tell me. <laughs> he had pneumonia. Had pneumonia? Double pneumonia. Double pneumonia? Oh, it wasn't exactly double pneumonia. It was uh, sort of a single pneumonia. Single pneumonia. More like a three-quarter pneumonia. Three-quarter pneumonia. Had a cold. Yeah, had a cold. That's it wasn't pneumonia. exactly a cold. He sneezed. Sneezed, yeah. He sneezed once. Sneezed once. Oh, so he sneezed just, just once. Just once he sneezed, yeah. In fact, he was never even sick. Huh? The healthiest man in the world. He's strong as a bull. Strong as a bull? Died, you know. He died? Yeah, double pneumonia. Oh, it wasn't exactly oh, double pneumonia. Oh, quiet, quiet. I'm asking you for the last time, and I'm running out of patience. Well, that's good, because I'm running out of excuses. Well, what really happened was, I was waiting for the 6th Avenue elevator, and I knew that just I had to go to the broadcast. And then... You were waiting for the 6th Avenue yes, elevator? Yes, I knew I had to go to the broadcast. 6th Avenue elevator? Yes, yes. That's been down for two years. Well, that delayed me a little. <laughs> I happen to know where you are because somebody saw you. Hey, Jimmy. I know from nothing I'm staying with you the rest of the season. <laughs> Fine. Come here, Gracie. I want to see you alone. Alone? Yes, alone. Just you and me? Just you and me. Oh, well, I know the cutest spot, the Ritz Cocktail Lounge. It's got a little... The Ritz Cocktail Lounge, And now Artie Shaw's orchestra, without Artie Shaw and without his clarinet, will play Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child. Hey, stop the music. What was that? Hey, that's that clarinet. Oh, so you sneaked in, huh? Come here, Shaw. Yes, Mr. Burns. Now, you can stop with that yes, Mr. Burns stuff. Do you happen to know that we've been on the air for 20 minutes? Yeah, I heard it, George, and it was really a killer. You were never funnier in your life. Okay, fellas, here we go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute with that one, too. Why, Artie Shaw, I'm ashamed of you. But the only thing that could make anyone this late to a broadcast would be a cyclone or a tornado, or else you met a very beautiful girl. Hello. Hello. Artie, where have you been? Well, I, I sat up with a sick friend. A sick friend. Uh, Artie, that won't work, and the one about Milgram is dead, too. Mm. Artie, it, it might surprise you to know that this program can go on without you. And it's possible for somebody in this great big city to take your place here. Uh, muchas gracias, Senor Burns. All right, boys. A one, a two, and Shaw, turn the pages. Right, yeah. <laughs>
como señor Lee and his orchestra and his guitar oh, playing. Quiet, you know, quiet, quiet. I don't think you're getting away with anything. I happen to know that you and Grace, you were at the Ritz Cocktail Lounge. Look, George, that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah? Hey, Jimmy. I know from nothing I'm staying with you the rest of the season. <laughs> well, Artie, this is your last chance. Were you and Gracie at the Ritz Cocktail Lounge? Oh, the Ritz Cocktail Lounge. I thought you said Hammocker Slimmer. <laughs> Hammocker Slimmer? <laughs> yeah, Artie, that's that new bar next to that other cafe, Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> oh, George, just Abercrombie now. Just Abercrombie now? Yeah, they're moving the Fitch up to the Bronx. <laughs> What really went on behind those little curtains? Hello. Hello. Oh, stop it. Hello, stop it. Marty, what went on? Well, look, uh, Gracie, Gracie read me one of her brother Willie's letters. Didn't you, Gracie? I did? Oh, the letter. Oh, my brother's letter, Willie's letter. You see, I get so many letters, I didn't know which brother you meant. He's the one in the army, you know. I know, I know, I know. My brother, you know. I know that, Jeff. Is it Fort Dix, New Jersey? No, Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers, Florida? Yeah. He was transferred again. Well, it wasn't exactly transferred. What happened was he was standing in ranks and the captain hollered forward march and, well, he had his pants on backwards and, and ended, ended up, up in Florida. Florida yes. yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's Willie, all right. He's my brother, you know. I know that. I know he's your brother. And I don't believe the whole story. Well, George, that's the best I can do unless you want me to go back to the one about Milgram. Gracie, I've heard your story. And Artie, I've heard your story. But Jimmy, I haven't heard your story. Well, yes. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a girl named Susie. Susie? What's that got to do with this? Oh, this is even better than the Milgram story. Oh. Anyway, Susie, who was a very smart girl, suddenly remembered one afternoon that she hadn't planned dinner. And the clock on the wall said... Ha, ha, ha. It's final cost. What are you going to have for dinner, dearie? <laughs> but Susie only laughed and said, whenever the occasion calls for delicious meat... Serve Spam. Friends, you will be pleasantly surprised when you discover how Spam baked for dinner is a real taste tester that satisfies the family completely. That's because Spam, S-P-A-M, is a perfect blend of sweet, juicy pork shoulder meat and tender ham, seasoned in a better way, cooked to a delicious extra goodness. Plan a meal around baked Spam. It's so easy. Just open a can of Spam, place the meat in a shallow baking dish, and bake according to the recipe on the label. In a jiffy, you'll take to the table a main course so distinctive in meaty flavor, so filled with lip-smacking satisfaction that the family will say, Spam is really elegant eating. Give the folks baked Spam tomorrow. The easiest to get, best-to-eat dinner you've had in a long, long time. But start right and get the real thing. Be sure to ask your food dealer for S-P-A-M, Spam. And then you'll be happy like Susie in the story who found... Susie winked her eyes, and Sam passed her by, but they spent the dinner was the way she got her guy. Oh, George, stop worrying about Artie Shaw and me. As a matter of fact, he treats me like a dog. He treats you like a dog? Yes. He holds me on his lap when he pets me. <laughs> Will you stop? Everybody is beginning to think that your head is full of silly romances. Ah, well, don't believe it, George. There's nothing in it. You're telling me. Oh, somebody, uh, come in. Good evening. I'm Beatrice Fairfax. Beatrice Fairfax. 
and write the, uh, the advice to the love loan? That's right. Well, that's wonderful. Are you, Miss Fairfax? Did you get my letter? Well, that's why I'm here, Gracie. You you wrote Miss Fairfax a letter? Oh, what a letter. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, Miss Fairfax, that's why you're here, huh? Uh, yes, Mr. Burns. I've uh, been answering letters over a period of years. Some have been almost unbelievable. But never have I received a letter quite as confusing as this one. Oh, oh thanks. And it's original, too. <laughs> well, Miss Fairfax, do you mind reading the letter? I'll be glad to. Dear Miss Fairfax, I have in front of me a long list of names of men who are itching to marry me, but I can't marry them all at once. And I don't know which one to scratch off. Well, that's a nice way to start a letter. <clears throat> letter continued. I'm in love, I think. I'd hate to feel the way I do and then have it turn out to be the flu. Signed, Gracie Anonymous Allen. Gracie Anonymous Allen. Gracie, what's happened to you? Well, I don't know, George, but ever since I've been in New York, I'm beside myself. All day long, I'm beside myself. I go in the phone booth and I'm beside myself. Pretty crowded in the phone booth beside yourself. Well, that's fine. Mr. Fairfax, have you ever been beside oh, yourself? Oh, quiet, quiet. <laughs> I think Miss Allen has been bitten by the love bug. Oh, no, no. He only holds my hand and bites the clarinet. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, Senorita Fairfax, uh, I have a sweetheart. You give advice to the love one? <laughs> love one? It's love one. One means something very old, tired, ready to be thrown away. Oh, you know Dolores. <laughs> Miss Fairfax, that gives you an idea of what I have to put up with. Oh, yes, Judge. Doesn't he say silly things? And you're all right. You're fine. <laughs> well, you see, Dolly, is a strange thing that brings people together and then suddenly knocks them off their feet. Oh, like the subway, huh? Yeah, just like the subway. That's what she means. You know, Miss Fairfax, your work must be so interesting. I'm surprised you don't take it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'll start any minute. Well, as a matter of fact, it is fascinating. Of course, my correspondence is tremendous. Well, a little exercise will take that off. Not just the best you have tremendous correspondence, but she likes potatoes, you know. She doesn't mean that. What I mean, Miss Ellen, is that I get up every morning at 6 a.m. and start pounding my typewriter. Oh, well, I know just how you feel. You know, I'm in a nasty mood myself early in the morning. As a matter of fact, I do a little writing, too. I've just finished an article for Liberty, and it'll be on the newsstand tomorrow. It's called How to Get Rich Quick. And it's great for people who have only a half an hour for lunch. You see, Miss Fairfax, nothing phases that great brain. No, me either. Yes. There, there is a subject you can give me advice on. I always wanted to get rich. Oh, well, there's really nothing to. And that takes Jimmy Wallington or take Artie Shaw. Now, Artie's already taken me. Better take Jimmy Wallington. Jimmy Wallington? Yes, uh, Jimmy Wallington. He's that tall fellow who sells spam in our program. Oh, and uh, by the way, spam is talk show with handmade added. And you must try to simply delicious. Is Jimmy Wallington a millionaire? No, but he's got a mustache. She means, she means, has he got millions? Oh, uh, no, only one mustache. Only one mustache, yes. that's what I meant, yes. But isn't it cute? Oh, Jimmy, uh, turn around. How do you do, Miss Fairfax? Say, it is cute. Yes. <laughs>
Yes, it's a little dull. Well, I've got to run along now. Oh, no, wait, Miss Fairfax. Now I want you to meet something that is really something. But before you meet him, you must promise me one thing, that you won't talk for five minutes, that you'll just stand there and look at him. Arnie, come here. There he is. Hello. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Now, Arnie, stand up straight. Now, smile for Miss Fairfax. Now, Arnie, turn sideways so she can see your profile. Now, Miss Fairfax, feel his muscle. Oh, now, wait a minute. Now, now, go on. Feel his muscle, Miss Fairfax. Now, Arnie, throw your head back. Wonderful evening, and I've just got to run along. Is there a drugstore downstairs? Yes. You've got a fine mess with a great columnist. She's in every newspaper. She's spread all over the country. Why doesn't she wear a bag of Quiet. Quiet. Hey, wait a second, George. You can't talk that way to Gracie. Yeah, well, that goes for you, too. And you can't talk that way to Artie. That's right. I'm going. No, wait for me, baby. Goodbye, George. Goodbye, George. Wait a minute. Where are you two going? Uh, once more around the park. Once more around the family a favor and remind mother to get a can or two of Spam when she shops tomorrow. This delicious meat packed in a handy can is grand to eat, easy to serve, cold or hot. Originated by Hormel, Spam has become the most popular meat item brought out in a generation. You millions who use it regularly know how delicious Spam is, how it stands alone in taste, quality, and flavor. If you haven't yet tried Spam, you're really missing something extra good. Get a can from your food dealer. Try the easy recipes on the label. Tomorrow, ask for Spam. Thanks, Jimmy, and good night, everybody. And good night. Gracie, I thought you left with Ollie. Well, I came back to get some cab fare. Hello. Hello. Good night, all. for another Burns and Allen show with Artie Shaw, his orchestra, and the smoothie. This is Jimmy Wallington reminding you to remember that cold or hot, Sam hits the spot.